Good morning. It's Friday, December 7th, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Apple plans to make some Macs in the U.S. Tea Party hero leaving Senate for a new pulpit, and Morrissey defends wide authority as turmoil rises. In today's national headlines, bills curbing unions stir clashes in Michigan. Two laws are welcomed after midnight in Seattle, and disputed confession casts spotlight on a Missouri sect. In this morning's financial headlines, unused pills raise issue of disposal and risks. Obama's tax plan spares many affluent families, and the SEC warns Netflix over a post made on Facebook. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Apple Plans to Make Some Macs in the U.S., written by Catherine Rampel and Nick Wingfield. Apple plans to join a small but growing number of companies that are bringing some manufacturing jobs back to the United States, drawn by the growing economic and political advantages of producing in their home market. On Thursday, Apple's chief executive, Timothy Cook, who built its efficient Asian manufacturing network, said the company would invest $100 million in producing some of its Mac computers in the United States, beyond some of the assembly it already does in the United States. He provided little detail about how the money would be spent or what kinds of workers might benefit. Apple, which long manufactured in the United States but stopped about a decade ago, has been under pressure to create more jobs here given its market power. It sold 237 million iPods, iPads, Macs, and other devices in the year ended in September. I don't think we have a responsibility to create a certain kind of job, Cook told Bloomberg Businessweek, but I think we do have a responsibility to create jobs. Some analysts are hopeful that the move by a big, innovative company like Apple could trigger a broader renaissance in American manufacturing, but a number of experts remain skeptical. I find it hard to see how the supply chains that drive manufacturing are going to move back here, said Andre Sharon, a professor at Boston University and director of the Frank Hoffer Center for Manufacturing Innovation. So much of the know-how has been lost to Asia, and there's no compelling reason for it to return, he said. It's great when a company says they want to create American jobs, but it only really helps the country if those are jobs that belong here, if it starts a chain reaction or is part of a bigger economic shift. Over the last few years, companies across various industries, including electronics, automotive and medical devices, have announced that they are reshoring jobs in dribs and drabs after decades of shipping them abroad. Lower energy costs in America, rising wages in developing countries like China and Brazil, quality control issues, intellectual property concerns, and the desire to keep the supply chain close to the American consumer base have all factored into these decisions. Companies were going abroad in pursuit of cost reduction, and it turns out there were a lot of unintended costs, said Diane Swank, chief economist at Mesero Financial. Even so, the impact on the American job market has been modest. Much of the work brought back has been high-value-added, automated production that requires few actual workers. American manufacturing has been growing in the last two years, 
but still has two million fewer jobs than it had when the recession began in December 2007.